Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast. It is your hosts, Steffu and Julia. And together we're Derps and Burps. And today we are in episode 78. And the topic, you probably read it already. It is Can a Relationship Work Without Sex? Um, before we get into this topic, though, first of all, we wanted to thank you for the great feedback of the last episode with Drew. We're happy you enjoyed this one. Um, it was nice to have a guest on our podcast again um maybe we're gonna get some more right it was actually really fun um and yeah. maybe if you have somebody specific in mind that you want us to have on here please leave us comments on uh, who you want to hear uh on the podcast we're always open for suggestions and we're uh excited to annoy some people and ask them if they want to be in our podcast um also if you haven't noticed in the last week's podcast because drew was a guest we didn't really have a part where we caught you up on what's happening in our life um so this part we're gonna include in this episode again we're gonna talk a little bit about uh -huh. it um then listener of the week then the topic, we're going to tell you exactly how we got to the topic. Can a relationship work without sex? We're going to tell you which one of us is the one that's not going to have any sex anymore in a relationship. Mm. Or maybe it's not us. We don't know. We're going to tell you later. Um, so stay tuned for that part. So, Steffi, let us know what happened in the last two weeks. A lot. But first of all, let me tell you guys, isn't it refreshing to have this intro? Like where Julia and I just do it like on the go without hello guys we're derps and burps the podcast for <laughs> spiritual <laughs> souls no gamers spiritual creative souls, my, yeah and creative, creative minds, minds out, out there, there. <laughs> i was gone. sick that day when i recorded that video and i hated how i looked in this intro but i never redid it so yeah it was kind of my fault anyways uh news two weeks ago was a very eventful week because it was ben's birthday my birthday queen on Tuesday. Her uh, best on, friend. On Tuesday. Then, I mean, obviously everybody knows who Ben is. Right? <laughs> Wednesday, I assume, <laughs> Wednesday we went to high tech to get mm -hmm. Julia a new pisse. Pisse, yes. Pisse was a long road. I didn't throw up. Really proud of you. Yep. Good thing. Good thing. Really because proud I of you. Before. So that was nice. Uh, and then this week on Friday, we went to go for laser tech, which was a lot of fun as well. Who won? It was like, who won? <laughs> Obviously, I was high score leader. Really? Do, mm -hmm. do you feel like your aim from video games transfers into like real life shooting? 100%. No, I don't think so. No, no, no. But I, no, I don't think so. But during like due to paintball and uh, maybe the... Uh, what's it called archery is it archery archery yeah yeah maybe that like helps a, uh, a bit as well because i've mm -hmm. done things like that before where you actually have to aim mm -hmm. um so i don't think <laughs> the video part like the video game part uh helps you but it definitely helps you with aiming like you know where you have to aim and stuff right mm -hmm. from like in theory you know where you have to aim and then you have like in practice you have to like execute that so i think the knowledge does the knowledge does for sure mm. um and then saturday was pride parade in graz which was very nice it was a lot of people but it sadly started to rain like heavily so we were like i was i was just soaking wet after 10 minutes the parade started so we went home because in the evening we went to the after show party the factory which uh, the topic was colorful or kinky. So we all had our holo outfits. Ben bought a lot of uh, holographic silver shorts for everyone. So everyone, we kind of had like uh, partner looks. We mm -hmm. all had like a holographic piece on. It was a very cool party. It was nice. It was music wise, the best party ever. They played wet as pussy in the club. Never happened before. Mm -hmm. We just completely freaked out there. It was fucking awesome. And on Sunday, then, we had Muck's mom's birthday barbecue, which was a bit tough in the beginning, but after we got food, it was very nice. Then last week was basically just chilling because the week before was super stressy with everything. And we had dance class for Muck's mom's wedding, which 
I wasn't excited for at all. Like classic dance, like waltz. Or we we learned waltz and uh, foxtrot. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I have to say it was a lot of fun. Were you also, just were you all together like with the parents of Max? We were Lisa? six couples. Couples, yeah, we were couples. six couples. Mm-hmm. Couples and all the people like for the wedding. Dance teacher. They all come to the wedding. Yes, okay, it's yeah. not all of them, but obviously, yeah, like, yeah. we're more six than people, six. Yeah. But, six couples but it was six couples who did that uh because Mug's mom wants to be sure like that we can dance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so she gifted so us she that. doesn't have but to she... be embarrassed of you I see, I see yeah exactly exactly and it was a lot of fun the dance teacher was a nice person <laughs> very attractive man okay attractive okay man. especially yeah. when people can dance right like people who dance or know how to move their body it's just mm. did he like mm. so good take you by the waist and showed you yeah yeah, yeah he yeah he did he mm, did it was okay, okay. nice one nice one uh it was very cool i didn't expect it at all i was super pissed because i didn't want to participate in that because i was like if i don't want to dance at a wedding i won't dance at the wedding but mm. then once we were there also with mux it was so cool because when is the last time like do you remember the last time you looked your partner in the eye for i don't know 10 minutes straight it's such an intimate thing as well you know what i mean like and then dancing my partner has the tism i can't look him in the eyes yeah yeah (laughs) and it's just like on a daily basis right you just don't do that like you don't stare at each other's eyes for like 15 minutes and it was very like it was a very nice thing like being so intimate mm-hmm. while dancing mm-hmm. but then again i can't <laughs> sorry <laughs> um but then again it's very hard for me to let loose of control and mux is the one in the classic dances who that indicates leads. when you turn your uh, turn around or when you change the position and stuff like that and it took me so long to just let go of control and I was always like, in my eyes, I wanted it to be now, but he didn't do it at that time, right? So I, I had to actually just full on trust him with this, mm-hmm. which was, it was a very nice lesson for us as well, okay. as a couple. It was very okay, nice. Okay. I, I learned a lot, actually. Nice. Um, yeah, and beside that, uh, I went swimming. I started to play Overwatch again, which was a big mistake. Yeah, I saw that. Why? Why? <laughs> because I've me. been watching. What's happening? I've been watching. I don't really enjoy Apex right now, and I want to play an FPS game, right? Valorant mm. is like I'm enjoying it with you guys, but you lost I don't play interest already. Mm. And with Overwatch, I was watching my Ochi streamers, and uh, he had a lot, or the streamer, he had a lot of fun while playing Overwatch, and I was like, you know what, I want to go back, it's fun, it's it's fun, it looks so enjoyable, and then I went back for game, awesome, it, we had fun, we were playing, nice who were people, you playing we with? won, uh, who, were, who was I playing with, actually, it's a good question, with with one friend, uh, one friend I had, uh, he was he was online, and I played with him, he was in chat, and asked if I want to duel, mm-hmm. um, so that was nice, and then everything went down the road because the first game is always good. And then you just get slapped in the face with the real people in the game. So, and I've been playing. I even played yesterday again because I was like, you know what? Nah, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's fun. And then, You're committed no, now. Ah, no, I'm not. I'm just, I, I. What rank I did you get? The chapter. Uh, Plat one. Plat one. Okay. After the placement mes- matches. So. I wanted I I just wanted to grind to diamond and then I'm like okay I'm diamond again let's leave this game but nah I'm not sure if I'll even do that it's not good so, at yeah. the moment it's the com- what is the community the game itself it's just the community is okay it's just people are so fucking stupid <laughs> and you need to rely on so many things it's like it just drives me crazy if you don't know the basics of a game <laughs> same as in league right and then I start mm. to to become the chat warrior and then i'm just not enjoying it anymore if you have one job and you can't even do that one job then just fucking stop playing mm-hmm. so yeah i it's okay um for every now and then but definitely won't 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 become my main game again it's just mm-hmm. the waiting times and everything it's not worth it 
not worth it at all. And I planted some paprika and lemons. And my tomatoes should soon pop up. Which they need, that's what they I need, did a, last need a little well. bit. Are they blossoming yet? Yeah, uh, uh, no. should, uh, they blossom they first. Yeah, first yeah. they grow green. Then they get the mm -hmm. blossoms, and out of every blossom turns, yeah, every blossom turns yeah. into a tomato. Mine is just like, like rocket skying right now. Mm. Skyrocket, like get sky healthy rocketing. and strong. Skyrocket, my, I can't talk today, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, skyrocketing today. <laughs> so yeah, it's fucking hot already. It's awful. Don't worry. That's, don't worry. That's about it. What about you, Julia? Um. Yeah. Let's start. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago was fucking horrible week uh when it comes to how much sleep and driving mm -hmm. i did um but yeah in the end it was worth it so for the people that don't know i went so it was monday we recorded the podcast i think i even streamed yep. then tuesday um i drove to vienna with miriam um, miriam is a real life friend of mine that uh, uh drove to Vienna, we watched together the MGK concert, which was really good, but on the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so what we think is uh, that MGK and Megan Fox broke up again. And it was like, you could just see how heartbroken that man is, like how sad mm. he was. So you could just see this little broken soul on the, on the stage. So it was a very, very good concert. Like, even though he's mm -hmm. so broken, he, he did, like, a fantastic concert. It was very, very good. Just like last time when I saw him um, in Cologne. It was a little bit smaller. I think it was, like, only 5,000 people or something like that. Mm -hmm. They said it was 5,000 people, but it was probably more around, like, 3,000 from what I heard from the people mm -hmm. that organized it. They bumped up the numbers, I think, a little bit for the media. Um, yeah. And it was a hip-hop festival, actually, where he was the headliner, which was already a little bit weird because his current yeah. album that he's playing is more like pop punk um and there was Cedo there which was really cool actually like i'm not a big Cedo <laughs> fan or something like that yeah that's how he opened up it was actually yeah, really, really said, funny said, yeah. um and he's i really, like him he's an entertainer he as you say he's a really good entertainer careful steffi you're booping your microphone oh you hear that, that? Thing. yeah yeah um it's just warm guys i know but it's also i'm gonna be honest it's kind of really annoying to see you do this the whole time triggers me okay that you sit here the whole time like this you could just get a fan what's up with your fan steffi i didn't pull it out yet if you want you can do it while i tell my story Should I? If, you're that if you want sure. to you can like i'd yeah. rather have keep, that than keep... you uh fanning yourself with this the whole no it's just i'm just saying it's talk. i'll grab <laughs> so anyway it was a hip-hop festival i was the first time that i saw other people performing than just rock slash metal slash uh, pop punk artists um so yeah i was super surprised about um how good of an entertainer cedo was um really really enjoyed it and then there was also contra k which is absolutely not my music was also not bad then there was uh young huen um if you don't know it's a uh, austrian uh pop artist that music i sadly i feel like i'm too old to to understand um so yeah that was definitely not my music at all uh gotta say and uh, the funniest part was as well um so young huen got the slot before mgk and yeah. before young huen it was I've been here all the time guys yeah, yeah. she didn't even leave <laughs> you didn't even leave Steph. it's so nice of you um is it better now no you don't have to fucking hit us with your it's with okay. your little i always have to touch anything you know i'll just just, just go on yeah I, i'm I, fine I mean, i'll I'm touch the same. my I'm little fidgeting. dongle um, um, um you fudge your little dongle okay sure um <laughs> <laughs> whatever flows your boat honestly um so yeah since when are you doing this steffi can you just do it all outside the time? Of the you camera? never, you yeah, just yeah, never see it. I'm yeah, doing yeah, the same, but I'm doing it, it outside of the camera. It's just really triggering if you just see somebody <sighs> doing this the whole time. How would you feel like? I don't if know I why. You, I, I, if I if I, I see, don't know what you if mean. If I listen to you talk and you, I see you do this the whole time, do you I think, don't know what you mean. I don't know. You're like Steffi definitely <laughs> doesn't have ADHD. By the way, in case you were wondering. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, and Cedo didn't get the slot before MGK, right? He was before Young mm -hmm. Moon. And Cedo was so funny because he was like, Hi, my name is Cedo. 
and I'm the uh, pre-bend of uh, the pre-artist for Young Hoon. <laughs> like he fucking took alle pinocino the pre-bend for Young Hoon. Is how he opened it up. So it was really funny. Um, and I have to say, I didn't know Young Hoon yet. Um, I I obviously I mean I checked what kind of music he does and that he's kind of a memer, but you could just see. Like, he's not an entertainer. The crowd didn't... Like, most of the crowd was just there for MGK. And mm -hmm. um, he got really pissed that the crowd didn't do what he wanted. Like, he was like, oh, give oh, me a, put your boy. hands from, le uh, from left to right. And he was like, you guys, you can't just stand there and do nothing. Like, you can't <laughs> do that, you know, in front of like, nah, um, So it was super cringe. And then he was like, I'm also, I'm a little bit tired today. So this, the show isn't that good, but you guys do nothing. Like, it was so cringe. It was really fun. Yeah, not a big fan. But then MGK saved the evening. And then, so for the people that don't know, I drive three and a half hours to Vienna, kind of like more mm. like four because we had like a traffic jam. We went to the concert. Uh, then we had to wait in a parking lot for a long time to get out again. So we left mm. around like, what was it, like midnight in Vienna. And then we drove from Vienna to Graz to pick up Steffi. And then we drove further um, back to Klagenfurt because Miriam had to get home. And we had to pick up Steffi because the day after we drove to Linz, to Hightech. Um, so we got home at 4 a.m., slept for two hours, two and a half. And then we straight got up at 7, 7.30. We left um, to go to Linz, drove another three and a half hours. It was little sleep, long days. Uh, we spent a great day at Hightech, hang out, hang out there a little bit with Philip. I got my new PC, which I'm super happy with. Um, and yeah, it was just really nice to hang out with the people from Hightech again. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um. So I really enjoyed that. And then we drove home again. I brought Steffi to the train station in Gutenburg, I think it was, right? Gutenburg. Gutenburg. And then I drove home. I came home. I put two and a half hours to set up my new PC. So I was ready to stream. And then I fell into bed and I was so tired. And it took me, I think... Three to four days till I felt normal again. Recover. Mm. Or not sleeping enough. So no, no. that was a little bit tough. Then uh, last week, Monday, was the 30th birthday of Verena, one of my best friends that I have since childhood. And I, su I surprised her for her birthday at midnight. So she's also my neighbor for the people that don't know. And I, she is currently still living with her mom, but she's like moving out into her own apartment um, end of the month. And um, so I told her mom, like, hey, I'm going to come surprise Verena at midnight. Can you please mm -hmm. not lock the door so I can, like, sneak in? <clears throat> so I came, like, with muffins with, like, candles in it. And her mom let the door open. And I, like, opened the door. Alarm! Alarm! They're coming for Steffi again. Sorry, guys. So, sorry. Oh, my God. What the hell is going on, Steffi? What did she do again? All the Hi, time. Yeah, yeah. I get PTSD ever since that accident incident happened to me whenever i hear ambulance now i'm like understandable so yeah uh, i snuck into her house and when you come in on the left mm -hmm. this is more or less you have to go around the wall and then straight to the kitchen and mm -hmm. i just snuck in opened the door and closed the door behind me and varina was in the kitchen making food right now and she said she was about to fucking piss herself and uh catch her mom like i came in into the kitchen she was just standing there like ah! She, because she thought I was an intruder. Like, she didn't think that... It's she like, just heard the do door opening. She thought I'm a burglar or something like that. You so know the horror movie? Yeah, you know the... It's like the horror movie where with the, the birthday girl that that explores or experiences her her birthday every day again because, she, like, she dies and then it's happening again and again and mm -hmm. again. I know it's that, a whole cycle. I, that I felt like when you when you... When you uh, talked about that, I felt like, oh my god, it's kind of this... I don't know the name of the horror movie, but it's basically about the birthday girl okay. and someone's coming in with a cake of candles. 
Yeah, so basically that's why I did Verena almost shit yeah. herself because she didn't expect it and she was like, Oh, I didn't shower. I'm just playing well, I was just making a midnight snack. <laughs> <laughs> like I was expecting her to be at the PC and then scare the shit out of her in the PC because she can't yeah. hear me through her headphones. But that was even funnier. And then uh <laughs> spent a little bit of time there with her. Um then Friday we went out to Franco Polo. Um, the pizzeria mm -hmm. um, all together to because Verena also got her uh, Invisalign out and got mm -hmm. her teeth done so she was like oh yeah I can go to restaurants again and don't have to hassle all the time with like the, the yeah. teeth stuff um, so we did that and then this week we're actually gonna celebrate her birthday Steph is coming by as well um, by the time this episode is out we can talk about it and also Verena's not listening to the podcast so it's fine mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we also or I'm also gonna surprise her with a couple of her friends I asked one of her best real life friends that she hasn't seen <clears throat> in a long time to come over um, we're getting Steffi coming in we're getting Laura from uh germany that drives in for her birthday and uh yeah oh, we're cool. gonna we're gonna make like a big gift basket with like a lot of gym and protein stuff that she likes and um a little piggy bank where we put money in for a girl's trip to a concert um yeah and then we celebrate we're gonna have uh, a hot dog bar where everybody can make their hot dogs um vegetarian and non-vegetarian ones and then everybody can just fill it and we're going to make three different cakes as well. Um, so it's going to be a good time. So next week we're going to tell you about um, mm -hmm. the party, how it went. Also, Lara is coming probably with her dog, Grizzly. So uh, Grizzly is going to meet Mira and Jinx for the first time. So the ladies get the visit from, from a man again. So that's going to be mm -hmm. nice. Also, Al is coming next week. Almost forget. Um, also Friday till next week. Tuesday and Wednesday, Alice gonna be here. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can implant implement her in next week's podcast if you want. If we record them on there, sure. like she, sure. since she's here in real life, we could like maybe yeah. record this way. Um, I know. How long are you staying uh, staying in Corinthia? Uh, just until Sunday, probably. Just Sunday, okay. Because we could even record it in real life together. I'm asking Max if you want. I'm we down. See. Yeah, I'm down for it. Like I don't care because we can stay at home. That's yeah. no problem. It just depends on him with the like he doesn't he doesn't have to stay till Monday. We can even record it on Sunday if you want. Or something. Or, or that, moment. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right, we could see. That's, that could be fun. Yeah, I'll ask and we him. can just mm -hmm. set do like a setup here, for example, yeah. and, and record it if you want. Um yes. So good idea for mm. next week. Um maybe mm -hmm. we'll have a guest already. Write that um, down. Commander. Yep. Commander Commander Fatcheru. Please write down next week LA Cornflake uh, podcast potentially. Um, yes, and beside of that, uh, we basically just played Valorant the whole last week. I played with a lot of uh, old friends. Like Martin had a week off, so I played Valorant with Martin every single day. And nice. uh, we played with Jess, we played with Tessu, we played with Gilly. Uh, Nosh. Yes. So we just rotated Tesla as well. Like we rotated through a lot of people. Sabrina was playing a little bit as well and uh, Flavi. Mm -hmm. So we had a very good time <clears throat> um, with friends playing just five stack all week. So I had a very, very, very good time. Um, enjoyed Valorant for a long time, but I think I also need this week a little bit to step away from this again because it was like, mm -hmm. you know, when you want to play with your friends on stream and you know you're gonna have a good time but for the stream itself it isn't super interesting because you just have insiders and jokes with your friends the whole time and you don't really focus mm -hmm. on doing stuff um with chat so i felt a little bit bad about that but i also had such a good time with my friends that i didn't really care mm -hmm. um yesterday i did a little bit of uh outside cleaning i got rid of all mm -hmm. the ra rose petals that were everywhere because like if you don't know i have like a huge rose bush over my house growing and like all the roses fell down so i had to get rid of this i cleaned my barbecue i cut some bushes um yeah i'm back to crossfit i already said it's the first month done so first four weeks of training or five weeks mm -hmm. of training were fine <clears throat> but holy shit crossfit is so exhausting i'm sweating so much it's it's insane but I enjoy it. Um, yeah. yeah, and beside of that, I think there's nothing new. 
let's go into the listener of the week. I think we have two, right? One mm-hmm. that is uh, very informative about something that we talked about in the last episode from Sally. And the second one uh, from Laura. So let's go. Exactly. Tell us. First one is a girl called Sally, a.k.a. Sally Girl Donkeys. Soon to be wife, by the way. guys. Yes. Uh, under episode se- 77, her coming out featuring Druella. And Sally says, in Hamburg, women are not allowed to go to the Herbertstrasse, which is the red light district there. Reeperbahn is totally fine for everyone. We were talking about that in the podcast, if women are allowed at the red light districts there, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where exactly, yeah. living, I think. Or in general, just no, there is not living there. We were just talking in general about red light she's districts in the red light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, Drew is, Drew is not living in Hamburg now. Yeah, okay. And the second one is Laura under episode 77 as well. And she says, Super interesting topics, and Drew is so cute. Ah! For a future episode, or maybe even for the old ones, would it be possible to add timestamps so it's easier to navigate through the different topics in a video? Sometimes I just want to rewatch a certain part of the video, but it's very hard to find ex- the exact time again. We hear you. We hear you. We hear you. We're going to take care of this. We're going to try to implement it as good as we can. We're not going to put like a million timestamps, but we're going to try to um, put it at least to like news updates and then um maybe like a few rough points of like where we talk about what yeah um that's very good uh input so thank you so much lara for giving that uh we really appreciate you for uh giving that kind of feedback and help us it, it will definitely help us to improve the the podcast as well so thank you very much so um to talk about today's topic if you already forgot because we're already like almost uh, 25 minutes into the episode um today's topic is can a relationship work without sex how did we got into this topic as i already teased maybe it's one of us um it's not really because of that it is because um we talked about it last episode as well that we have the telonym so an anonymous mm. source where you can write us messages um or topic ideas or questions or whatever it is um and we got a very interesting one once again um that we kind of wanted to turn into an episode um i think we can go through the message maybe Steffi, you read out the whole message and then Mm -hmm. we can re-enter the message and break it down Mm -hmm. into different parts and and discuss so let's go Steffi. All right, let me crack my. Hi. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. Did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, we heard the finger. Hi. First, I would like to apologize for my bad England. I have a question for your next video, or even for a topic as an uh, as a topic for an episode. Me and my girlfriend are together for about seven years now. I am 23; she is 24. In the last five to six years, and especially the last year, our sex time has become less and less. I can legit count it on three hands in the last year. Yeah, I know counting these things isn't nice either, but she at some point gave me the feeling of maybe being addicted to sex. So I just wanted to keep track on it. If we have fights, we most of the time have fights because of this topic. She blames it onto the anti-baby pill, which she can't avoid taking since she has... uh, a certain syndrome i don't know if i want to call or we want to call that out or not. we can we can Why okay we? it's called if, you, if he puts it in the, yeah if he puts it into yeah. the message why wouldn't we true and it's telling me that i should stop bringing this topic up since it's just sex for me it's just frustrating to see what we basically have nothing that we basically have nothing in this direction anymore. I've tried multiple times to bring toys into the bedroom, laundry, tried to be romantic, dominant, tried it in the morning, evenings, and such stuff, but just nothing seems to work. She always has an excuse. The real problem is that we can't find a solution. She she doesn't want me to watch porn or such things. Bringing in another person is also not an option. Now, obviously, we're together for seven years and things get more and more serious. She talks about getting married, Having kids, haha, funny without sex, and doing such things. But for me, on the other hand, sex is really important in a relationship, and I don't know if I want to tie myself to a person for fucking forever. 
who is not giving what I want in a relationship. Maybe you guys can give me another angle on this. Thanks. P.S. Listening to your podcast every week and it's fucking great. Oh, thank you so much. First of all, thank you for being so open and sending us this message. Um, mm -hmm. We're happy to make it a topic in our podcast because mm. i think it is something that maybe multiple people are struggling in in a relationship or maybe have faced um a certain mm. period in their relationship maybe they were able to solve it or maybe some relationships even split because of that and obviously also thank you um for the uh feedback to the podcast we're happy you're enjoying it so um let's break it down so first of all um talking about your age you're 23 she's 24 um, so let me do the quick math. Uh, she was 17 and you were 16 when you guys met. So obviously you got together at a very young point in your life. And for me personally, hearing that after such a early time, after like one or two years already, the sex life declined so much. Like, obviously, um, I mean, I can just talk from my experience. I think it's pretty normal that in the beginning of a relationship, for the first year whatever you're like craving each other you can't get enough of each other uh, most of the time that's when the sex life is the most regular usually right um obviously mm. it depends on the person depends on the relationship um and that it gets becomes less is i think something that is pretty normal um obviously since you said you can count on three hands how many times you had sex or intercourse in the last year and you're not happy with it um obviously should be a topic that you two um should discuss um i think you can mm. see that you already tried a lot of different things um and i think we had a similar topic with like a message from a viewer a longer time ago that we talked about this or something similar at least mm -hmm. um since you tried so many things already of giving her different um i don't know romantic ideas in the in the bedroom you try it at different times and stuff um what i can recommend is maybe talking to her and trying to be neutral about it or maybe if you can't talk about it anymore because you say she's just shutting it down telling you you're a sex addict whatever it is um i'm pretty sure when you have like 15 times uh like maybe maybe 15 times sex in a year i'm pretty sure that doesn't make you a sex addict and uh, something that I want to point out straight from my point of view, for me, I wouldn't consider it a healthy relationship if you guys don't allow each other to choose your own self-pleasure however you want it. Because mm. uh, you said that she doesn't want you to watch porn. I personally think that is a red flag. I feel like, I don't know how you think about it, Steffi. But I think it's really important, um, no matter if you're in a relationship or not, that each person still pleasures themselves in the way they wanted to, right? Like, I, I've, I personally would never get the idea to tell my partner that they're not allowed to watch porn. What, what, what do you think about that part, Steffi? Same. I know some couples don't like it. If it's if it's fine for both sides, no problem, right? Because you have to find, like, what floats your boat in your relationship. Mm. But for me as well, like, why would I? I'm watching porn. I could not live without masturbating. I just, mm. it's like, it's a very personal and intimate time as well, right? And to be fair, and even after eight years, I just don't want to do all the efforts, the effort, whatever I get horny like you know what i mean sometimes i just i just want to be alone and yeah. you do it yourself and yeah there's nothing wrong with it in my opinion same i am fine with my partner watching porn what the fuck so ever like watch whatever you want he never told me that he doesn't like it when i watch porn mm. so we're we're fine and we're equal there some people don't like it for whatever the reason is yeah there's many if you both are, are fine with it. it yeah i mean i think it's like in with <clears throat> with everything in in life that you need to to like the amount you do it as well like i think obviously there's a huge difference about somebody that i don't know watches porn and masturbates i don't know 10 times a day or somebody that does it 
uh, on like an, a normal schedule you know what i mean like obviously <laughs> it's a normal like, schedule. <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't <laughs> i don't know every now and then like a few times a week i don't know but there's for sure a difference between i don't know watching porn three hours a day and masturbating to it i'm yeah. assuming that you don't watch porn every day for hours and hours on end i think if yeah you, if you i don't know watch your porn two three times a week and masturbate to that are we talking about me or the guy now <laughs> both okay i don't know like i to be honest i don't know what the normal amount is it's probably Neither also depending because... if you are you a teenager are you in a relationship are you just exploring are you like i don't know there's probably a lot of factors that play into that i could just true i don't know i to be fair i didn't even watch much porn recently like for me it's always i don't faces. always watch porn for me, it's faces yeah. to be honest like sometimes it's more sometimes it's it's less but i don't know yeah whenever Same. whenever i got the feeling but i'm not like oh yeah i don't know i haven't watched porn today yet i need to do it <laughs> need to <laughs> so so it's it's, it's, it's nothing so like that annoying to find good stuff i'm very picky with people Same. and everything so see i have I'm my like, i have my i, I rather specific my creators like yeah, there's certain mm, um, yeah how do you say it? is it like uh studios or something that create mm -hmm. specific kind of um stuff that goes in the direction that you enjoy um yeah so I have like my three sources or something that I enjoy and I just revisit them. Mm. Um, and if they bring out new topics that are good or new videos that are good, I enjoy those. Um, no. But yeah, I personally, I think it is already a red flag. Like, like it is obviously something that you need to talk about your partner. I think when you go into a relationship and you establish boundaries, that is a topic that should or can be talked about if it is a problem for one of the other. So. If you mm. enter a relationship with somebody that doesn't want you to watch porn and you know that this is something that you cannot do, then that is a relationship that probably shouldn't be there in the first place. Because, I don't know, it's just like two different kind of... I don't know how you see it, Steffi, but I, if, for example, if I would start a relationship out with somebody and that person would tell me, oh yeah, you cannot self-pleasure, you cannot watch porn, um, then I would I would be like okay I like you as a person but that is not realistic Thanks. it's not gonna work out <laughs> thank you bye I don't know that that yeah. would be for me because I I know for me for example I could probably in the as you said like in the beginning in the, of the relationship you get you're all like of your needs met it's fine you know you're happy with everything but there's gonna mm. be a point in your relationship where um you don't get all of the pleasure just out of the person but where you revisit your self-pleasure and if i need to have uh, a bad consciousness if i want to pleasure myself mm. then that is not the, real, the, the right relationship for me personally so i think mm. that is like a fundamental thing that you two need to talk about and i think if you have somewhat of a normal range of views of porn i don't see any issue if you watch watch it and pleasure yourself with it and so should your partner if it's something that they want to do right um yeah and i think it's especially always... in the combination that you don't get the pleasure then that you desire from yeah, your partner on yeah, top of yeah. that makes it even worse sorry i just wanted to add that what's interesting to me with this is like i want to know what what's bothering the person when someone else is doing this in private or your partner is doing this in private like why is it a problem like with everything right but in specific now in a relationship with porn uh, what is the problem about it? Why do you feel um, what is it? That, what is or... it that they feel? That it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is exactly, the conversation. Exactly. What is be... it that they feel, <clears throat> and yeah, why do that. does it harm you, or why does it harm your partner when you do something in private? If you jerk off to something, is it intimidating because it's other women, or what is the problem? Like, are you jealous? Whole... Are you feeling disgusted? Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. What exactly. Is, what is the root core, co co yeah. the root that exactly. causes the issue? So that would be definitely mm. like obviously now that you're already in a relationship for so long, it's probably not good advice to say to not be in a relationship with that kind of person. But as Steffi said, to have this conversation to be like, hey, 
you don't want me to watch porn what what is it that that uh is not okay about it what does it what mm. feeling does it bring up that you don't want yeah. me to do it and then um so that would be the first thing to find out and then to find a solution i don't know maybe it is because um she feels insecure or she feels like she cannot fulfill longings that you have and that's why she's then jealous of you watching that kind of stuff so mm. finding the root course and then trying to see how to take that insecurity away so if she says that she's jealous of this women this women that you're watching and you ask why is that then maybe she is gonna tell you like oh yeah you don't tell me um that you desire me that you find me beautiful whatever it is and then you could um like solve that issue with trying to tell her more often that you think she's attractive you know like it can it can go in in, in that kind of di direction whatever that conversation might bring up um mm. then uh if she blames it on the anti-baby pill and the pco syndrome i honestly don't know enough about that but if it's a hormonal thing maybe it would be worth talking to a doctor about that whole thing with being like hey i have pcos definitely um i take the baby pill the anti-baby pill um i'm not i'm having a really low libido i want to change that i want to work on our relationship talk to a doctor is there a different way how to fix the libido problem from her would be mm. would be another uh thing that uh you could try if that is really the issue that is causing that um so i would talk with her I about can, that yeah <clears throat> i can sorry i was just coughing um Come on, i can i can totally relate to that because i when i was on the pill i had a very low hormonal pill but still i had zero libido i was like desert dry i didn't even have like fantasies or like thoughts popping up or i i was never horny or in the mood at all it was awful and I didn't know that because I'm a per I have a high sex drive or higher sex drive, I would say. So, and when I took the pill, it was just completely gone. And I questioned myself, like, if I am asexual, because I, I didn't feel anything. It was super weird. And then I stopped uh, taking the pill when I got together with Max. Mm -hmm. I think a year, two years after we were together, I think. Uh, and I had that in my previous relationship and then it started to uh, happen in my current relationship as well so I said no I just don't want to take the pill anymore like I don't have any longing for sex or anything so and obviously I didn't I don't have problems and I don't have to take the pill because of what she has um, but it got so much better for me because I gave my libido back and everything just the whole sex drive in general and maybe there is, I'm not sure how often she talked about that with her uh, doctor already, but maybe there's another pill. She just maybe needs to swap the pill because there's many different ones. And hopefully another one works where she gets her libido well, uh, back as well. So exactly. that's definitely one thing. I don't know how explore. much you talked about that. Exactly, guys, but, yeah, exactly. Like, definitely. and obviously, we're not doctors. We don't really know a lot about this. Yeah. I honestly heard about it the first time. So I didn't yeah, really same. know what it is. We didn't really do the research. And beside of that, you said that she wants to have children in the future as well. So her mm -hmm. wanting to have children in the future also means that on the long term, she's going to have to get off the pill anyway if she wants to have children. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe that's going to solve the issue. Um, anyway. True, true so but again um don't know you don't know your girlfriend so don't know how much of that is blaming it on a hormonal issue mm. or not so that is that is always a very hard thing uh to do yeah. like now you yeah. already said you tried a lot of things to try to please her um the the one thing that we obviously don't know what kind of conversations you had with each other and her bringing up that you're a sex addict is obviously just wanting her to get out of the conversation and just being like oh yeah it's all just about sex and i can understand mm. to a point that if sex is always the topic over and over and over again and you can't find a solution that you just as soon as the topic comes up you just want to block it off and you just don't want to you know you don't want to yeah. hear anything about it anymore um so i get that but I would I would recommend that 
you try to find either conversation or if it's already as we we recommend i recommended in the in the past before if you're so hard stuck at the point of your relationship where you can't really talk about uh that mm. anymore that you maybe write a letter or a message to her when she's maybe not straight there and be like hey this is something you know like you clearly care about her you were together with her yeah. for seven years if it would be such a big issue that you couldn't live like like if you wouldn't love her enough you wouldn't be with her anymore right so you clearly yeah. want to make the relationship work so i i would just bring that whole thing up like hey you're you're together for seven years she wants to have a future with you you want to have a future with you uh, with her but you clearly want to have an existing a, a more prominent existing sex life for the relationship to have the potential to be something um mm. for the future and that is something that is very important uh, to bring up because as you said like obviously you don't want to be tied to a person that doesn't match uh, that doesn't give you the sex life that you would like to have um on on the long term so obviously you don't want you, you don't want to like commit that much to get married and maybe even have children to don't yeah. then just 10 years down the line you're going to be like okay you know what this is getting too much for me i really need something else and yet then you maybe have to leave uh, a marriage or uh, maybe even have to leave uh, a whole family and that makes it even way harder so i think it's mm. already really good that you think about that beforehand you go into more commitment like this um so yeah. heads up uh, in that direction also you're still really young right you're still 20 yeah. 23 so you have a whole lot of time ahead of you and um she's really young as well so you you both can figure it out um so yeah i would write her a letter or i would try to sit down and have a conversation with her again and be like hey <clears throat> everything that i did did not work out i want a, a, a sex life that is um fulfilling for the both of us maybe ask her what would her perfect sex life look like how would her um her perfect scenario be to initiate being intimate with each other what would her um yeah. i don't know does it have to be natural can it be something that you say like i don't know you take her out on a date night and then after the date night you come home and then you i don't know have a nice date at home in the bedroom or on the couch or whatever it is you know like ask her about her fantasies about what she wants to try like you obviously tried a lot of things but maybe it was just not what her fantasies or her idea of being intimate with each other is and try to just find that conversation and try to get it out of her what it is if she wants it um that she would enjoy um but yeah already like heads up for everything that you tried and i don't know if you have had that conversation already but again i think on the other hand if it's if you can't talk with her about it if she can't um give you answers to the questions that you have then maybe it is something that you need to consider for yourself is it gonna be enough for you for the rest of your life that you maybe only have 15 uh, times intercourse per year is that enough for you to uh, enter a marriage with a person is it enough for you to um have potentially children with somebody like this even though mm. then uh, having children is going to be probably something hard if you only have that little amount of uh intimacy with each other um and that is a question that we cannot answer you because like i can i can imagine if the relationship beside of that is a very good one i can totally understand that making that decision to potentially leave a relationship like this can be really good because i I'm 100% sure that no matter what relationship you're going to enter, there's always be there's always going to be some points that are not going to be perfect or that are not going to be fulfilling mm. or um, points where you're not going to be on the same level. And if it's just the sexual part, I can totally understand that, that that's uh, obviously important and frustrating. But that is, again, something that we cannot answer for you. That is something that I think you need to figure out um, yourself and ask yourself what what you want for the rest of your life right mm. it's also um i lost track of my thought right now <laughs> uh because of the 
what did I want to say? Fuck. Yeah, it depends on how important something is in a relationship to you. And if you, as Julia said, and if you can live without it or not. And especially, and it's it's a tough one for me because you guys got together like when you were so young. And I don't say it can't work out because I have cases and I know uh, friends, parents of mine got together when they were 18. They're still together and they're one of the happiest couples ever. But I feel like this is a once in a lifetime situation. And I hope for you that you are this once in a lifetime situation as well. But most likely it's not, you know what I mean? Like that's just my opinion with getting, because when you have relationships, what you learn in these relationships is for your next relation, potential relationship, what you want and what you don't want. And mm. that's why it's so important like to make all these experiences. And if both people are ready to work on it and are willing to work on something to make it work again, then it is, in my opinion, worth fighting for and worth working on. But if you, you've been together for so long and then talking about future with marriage and having kids and everything that is just completely contradictive like how the relationship is and what the future goal is this is that doesn't fit together in my opinion mm. with the current situation you you guys have and you just need to weigh out for yourself if you are with I mean from what I've heard or read you are willing to work on it the question is if she is willing she's to work, willing on, to it work as on it well exactly that is the most important question and if not you guys just have to part ways that's basically mm. it. i think that's so. how i see it it's a it's yeah. a very good point that Sheffy brings up as well like again you were so young when you got together like you are now just becoming the real use you know what i mean like i, I can mm. just talk about about it and like Sheffy did it as well when we talked about the episode of you becoming 30 right like mm. you're probably going to experience it as well the the older you get the more you're going to find yourself as I as I said before and Sheffy said as well like I only feel like my real self and as an adult really knowing what I want and who I am and what values I have since I'm, mm. I, I was 30 right um it's actually a really funny time spent because the time that you're together that is exactly what i was with with my ex-boyfriend before i was with mm -hmm. nathan that was exactly a seven seven eight year uh, period from when i was 16 till i was 24 mm -hmm. um i was with my ex-boyfriend and um in that relationship it was kind of the exact opposite for us sexually um but i have been in in a phase like this in and I, I call it a face because it was a face. Um, and I think we talked about it in, in relationships before. Sex drive and libido has so much to do, obviously, also with hormonal stuff, whatever it is. Mm. Um, how happy you are in your relationship, how much trust you have in, a, in your partner, uh, how attracted you are to your partner. Like There's so many different things, but another big topic is also always stress. There's certain people that cannot... Mm. Um, or don't have a libido or don't have the craving to be intimate with somebody if the pressure in whatever if it's their their personal life if it's their work life if it's them being unhappy with themselves like whatever whatever yeah. it, it may be causing that kind of stress but if you're in a lot of stress sometimes there's going to be phases where you don't have those moments but if you say for the exactly. last five or six years that issue is there and it hasn't been better then like Steffi said you're gonna have to figure out is it just you that wants to work uh on the issue and want to make the relationship work or is yep. it uh is it not because if she's just gonna be there like um either take it or leave it then you know what you need to do you need to make the decision for you either you're happy with how it is and you stay and you build a future together or if you say for yourself and that's the way how how it sounds for me in a relationship that uh, in the in a message that you wrote that you wrote that for a good relationship you would expect to have more intimacy with your partner than you're having right now um mm. then you're gonna have to make that that decision for you uh for yourself and obviously yep. it's always sad to 
end a relationship no matter how long it is obviously especially if the relationship has been for seven years um but yeah that is there's something um you will have to find out like to be a little bit more general to answer the question can a relationship uh work without sex i think a relationship can work without sex if both parties of the relationships don't want more than what they have right yeah. like yeah. let's say it's yeah. two people with the low libido that are fine with having i don't know sex once a month or whatever it is and both people are happy with it i think it can definitely work there's people that are asexual there's people that don't want to have any sex at all and that is fine as well but that mm. can only work if both people are on the on the same um, page with each other right and have the same yeah. longings if you have people two people together that they're completely contrary if you have somebody with an extremely high sex drive and somebody that has almost none um it's mm. going to be really hard to somehow meet in the middle right but that yeah. it is that is how relationship works uh it work not only on a sexual note but in everything else in life right yeah. it doesn't doesn't matter if it's the the same old topic like we had before um that you have to have a certain level of cleanliness in your apartment right you have somebody that likes it really clean you have somebody that doesn't give a shit if there's uh breadcrumbs from three weeks on the floor um mm. you're gonna have to make some kind of uh compromise and meet somewhere in the middle right um yep and it it, it can be basically translated into everything that's how relationships works you need to find a person that makes compromises for you that you make compromises for and then meet somewhere in the middle where you both are happy because one thing i can guarantee everybody on the long run no relationship will ever be a hundred percent perfect there there's yeah. none and everybody says there is they're lying or they're probably not longer together than a year yeah that's that's how it works um in my opinion if there's one please prove me right uh wrong i'm happy to be proven wrong that the perfect the relationship exists um but the There's difference always... between a perfect or a, a, a perfect relationship and a good relationship is, is, as Steffi said very well, a good relationship has two people that are willing to work through every problem that comes up along the way. Exactly. That's how you know that is a person that is worth going through whatever it is that you're going through. If you have somebody that at the end of the day, you can sit down, have the conversation and see like, okay, how, how can we make this work? How can we make this be an enjoyable thing for the both of us? And that doesn't yeah. matter what kind of topic it is. No. Yeah. And I just wanted to add, sometimes you just grow apart, like, especially yeah. when you're long, uh, together for so long, right? Us as all, well, like we've been together with our boyfriends, what, eight years? You're nine years, I'm eight and years nine and a half, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah and i'm um, eight years this year so you grow as a person and in the relationship and sometimes you just you both grow into different directions mm -hmm. and that is nothing that is bad or that's there's nothing wrong with it this is just simply how life works mm -hmm. and how you work as a person because it would be fucking sad if you were the same person today that you were like by the age of 16 yeah. so no matter how it how the outcome is or what the outcome is you either grow together or you don't and if you don't grow together the best you can do for both of the people is part ways same with like my parents getting divorced or we're getting divorced 10 years ago it's just it didn't work anymore and the worst thing you can do is stay together for the sake of the family or whatever it is for whatever sake it is it's just not working out. You're both going to be unhappy. And yeah. these are major questions you have to clarify for yourself, find out for yourself, no matter how hurtful or how good they're going to be. Sometimes you just have to make these decisions and you have to like just go deep into yourself, listen to yourself and decide what's the best for you. And ergo, for your partner then as well, for your current partner. Yeah, exactly. I hope mm. uh, we could help you in one way or another uh, with your problem 
um i personally would love to hear maybe whenever you had the conversation or maybe even mm -hmm. someone's down the line a little update um towards how everything went um i think i can speak for the both of us that we wish you both the best of luck in whatever uh direction you guys will find a solution for this uh problem that you guys are having um again i think it's a really great approach already that you tried so many different things um you definitely did a lot of growing you did a lot of work you did try a lot so um you got yep. this no matter what it's gonna be um i think we're gonna end on this note right Steffi, or do you want to sure. add anything else no nope. we're fine i'm i'm good mm -hmm. perfect I think we uh, covered awesome. it pretty yeah. good, pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So thank you so much for listening. Again, short reminder for everybody. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Spotify, read the podcast, give us a thumbs up. If you have anything on your mind, please feel free to leave a comment. Every kind of engagement to any type of content always helps a lot. Um, we appreciate you a lot and we maybe see you next week on a podcast with Elle if she wants to. Um, mm -hmm. If not, then no. Um, <laughs> we're going to come out with a different great topic. So thank you so much for listening and watching. We love you all and we see you again next week. Bye. Peace.